This is our fourth session now on Ephesians 4, 11 to 14, and I'm going to spend two sessions, I think, on verse 12. So important for understanding the nature of the church and the role of pastoring or the role of being pastored in the ultimate achievement of building up the body of Christ and preserving the church as strong and stable and unswayed in the world. He gave some to be apostles, so the risen Christ gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, and some to be shepherds and teachers, pastors and teachers, the word pastor and shepherd interchangeable. Why? For the equipping Number one, for the equipping of the saints. Two, for the work of the ministry. Three, for the building up of the body of Christ. I'm going to save that part right there for next time. So, Father, as we try to understand this purpose of these ministries, show us what this equipping is and how the saints undertake then to do the work of the ministry, and eventually do this amazing work of of building the body of the living Christ in this world. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Is this the purpose? So this is the purpose, right? So these people exist, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors and teachers, for this. This is what they're for. This is what they do. Or is it just these? Is it just this role here? Are we just talking about pastors? Pastors and teachers are supposed to equip the saints. Or does Paul mean for us to think of apostles and prophets and evangelists as part of the ones who have this purpose? And my answer to that is in order to equip the saints, To do this work of the ministry and build up the body of Christ, the way this results, you have to have an authoritative revelation. So, this purpose here does not mean that the apostles are alive today and doing the work of equipping, or that the prophets, who were also foundational for the church, are doing the equipping today, but they are in the sense they provided the foundation, chapter 2, verse 20, which is housed in the New Testament. So we can't do this work without these, which is in the New Testament now. So in, in that sense, the apostles and prophets are for the equipping. You don't equip the saints if there aren't any saints and no saints come into being without gospel people. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. If there are no people talking the gospel, there aren't going to be any saints to equip. So in that sense, the evangelists exist to equip saints because they bring the saints into being by speaking the word by which the Holy Spirit saves sinners and creates saints. And then most immediately, as the saints gather into flocks, churches, these pastors 
do the equipping most directly, and the word teaching here implies the essence of the equipping or the center of the equipping, not the totality of it, consists in teaching. And one of the reasons we know that is because this equipping is to, is to lead to ministry, which is to lead to upbuilding, and the goal of this upbuilding is to attain to the unity of knowledge, the knowledge of the Son of God. So this teaching here is essential and central to this equipping because the goal of the equipping through the ministry and through the upbuilding is the knowledge, and the knowledge is to prevent children from staying children and thus being vulnerable to every wind of doctrine. So, this equipping here is done by the pastor-teachers most immediately. The teaching is the heart of the equipping because the result is supposed to be knowledge and solidity of doctrine that keeps you from being blown around by false teaching. So, my answer to the first question is that the, this is a purpose of all of these apostles, prophets, evangelists, shepherds, and teachers. Now, let's focus for a moment on equipping for the work of the ministry. Equipping, that word uh, is used for mending nets and it's used for. Um, providing whatever is needed in order that somebody can function in a certain capacity. So uh, equipping would imply provide whatever's missing. You're going to equip somebody to do something and they don't have the skills to do it or they don't have the knowledge to do it or they don't have the will and motivation to do it. Equipping means helping them have that. So it can mean negatively mending what's broken and positively adding the knowledge that they they don't have it. Add the inspiration so that it leads to faith and love, as we'll see, is also essential in this ministry and upbuilding. So, pastors and shepherds most immediately are to think our job is to equip saints. The main job of the pastor is not to entertain unbelievers in the services on Sunday morning. I grieve over how many shepherds tailor their services as evangelistic services. That's not what we mainly do. We do that. Oh, by all means, do the work at evangelists. But mainly, we are teachers of flocks who desperately need to be equipped so that they can minister, so that the body can be built up, so that knowledge can be complete, so that doctrine can be solid, so that we're not blown around. This is the great understanding of how it flows from apostles to shepherds, to saints, to each other, to the body of Christ complete. And focus for a moment on this word ministry. So when pastors do their work the way they're supposed to, the saints, and you know that's a word back in chapter 1, verse 1, for all Christians, meaning us uh, devoted to Christ, consecrated to Christ, set apart for Christ, doesn't mean they're perfect. It means they are holy in the sense that they are set apart for God. And they are equipped now to do the work of the ministry. What does that word imply? Here's 1 Corinthians 12. 
Now, there are varieties of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are varieties of service. That's the same word. I put the Greek here so that you could see it. Here's the word, diakonias, and here it is in in 1 Corinthians 4, diakonion. Varieties of ministry. So I just want you to see that. Lots and lots and lots of different kinds of ways of serving people. Here's the way Peter talks about it in chapter 4. As each has received a gift, use it to serve. Now, there's the verb form of minister. Use it. Every one of you, every one of you saints has a gift. Remember that? We saw that in chapter 4, verse 7 of Ephesians. By grace was given to each one of you according to the measure of Christ's gift. So Paul is operating in the realm of saints being individually gifted by God as he teaches us how to do church. So back to 1 Peter 4. As each has received a gift, use it to serve, to minister to one another. That's what Ephesians 4.12 is saying. Pastors equip saints to do that. Which means, by the way, that pastors are shaping by the word grace and gifts that are already in the Christians. Pastors aren't creating grace. They're not creating gifts. They are shaping them, guiding them, refining them, empowering them by solid biblical teaching. As good stewards of God's varied grace, that's another way of thinking about these gifts and this ministry, we are stewarding, that's household stewards of grace. Every saint should think of himself as a steward of divine grace ministered through gifts of infinite kinds. Whoever speaks, let him speak as oracles of God. Whoever serves, ministers, let him do so in the strength that God supplies so that God may get the glory. Now back to Ephesians 4. So this ministry here is of enormous variety. Unleash the saints to do what they're gifted to do and don't use a straitjacket of a list of 12 or 20 gifts in the New Testament to think that's the limit of what Christians are gifted to do. Just tell a Christian, live for others, because that's what minister means. Jesus set the pattern, right? For even the Son of Man came not to be ministered to, same word, not to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. That's what it means to minister. Find a need and fill it according to your unique and wonderful gifts of God. So that's where we are, and I'm going to pick up how this pastoring, this equipping, this ministering is all going to lead to upbuilding. What is that? And the body of Christ, kind of an odd juxtaposition, right? Build, you'd think he's talking about building, and here he's talking about a body. So we're going to go there next time.